here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there and welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast, podcast for all things nerd. I am your host, Sean, and I'm here joined on the Skype hotline with... Watching other introverts with the binoculars, it's Sam. The root of another corporate conspiracy, it's John. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just going to say, you're late. It's Chris. All right. So we have a few things uh, to talk about this week. Uh, we have uh, a movie that dropped on HBO. Uh, yeah, HBO, right? HBO yeah. Max. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kimmy, is this our first 2022? 2022 movie, first one. Uh, it's just, it, it's, uh, yeah, we'll get as into whole, that later. As a whole, I've seen one That's already, true, but yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah. Chris refuses to acknowledge the fact that he's seen Hotel Transylvania 4. Was, oh, okay. I thought it was Peter Rabbit 5. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Fast and Furious 22. Anyways, uh, so the uh, the Super Bowl happened a couple weeks ago. We never talked about some of the trailers that came out, so we're going to talk about that. And uh, the Peacemaker finale we're going to discuss. So we got that. We're delayed on all of this. But we, yes. are, we are delayed because, uh, once again, uh, sicknesses have been going around with us, and uh, it kind of sucks. But I, I feel like what's going on is like kind of what – happening with me which is our bodies are just like ah germs what are these yeah yeah been well, isolation so long last week last week john and i both had the norovirus so uh that was fun and then uh I, I was i think as a whole we were doing fine but i thought i had strep last thursday turns out just post nasal drip so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, and my body Let's has go yet over to shake all our it. Diseases. Well, well, here's the thing, like, my body is my yet gonorrhea to shake has been it. acting up. <laughs> the clap has been rearing its ugly head again. <laughs> I've lost yet another finger to syphilis. <laughs> Black toenails galore. Ooh. You know the usual. My leprosy's really acting up these days. Uh, pretty, damn it! No, pre- I meant leprosy. I'm pretty sure oh, okay. I cut my arm off, and I can't find it. It might be in the car. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> there was uh, yeah, so, a major sporting event yes. uh, in which uh, theatrical previews were shown. Yeah, the dunk contest. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Super Bowl commercials or Super Bowl <laughs> trailers, which. I don't know, like, in some ways I would think they would have been obsolete by now, and, like, they kind of are, but I still like that we still get the big trailers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're in the big game. I like how they drop it at the same time, you know, once, just online and in the the, uh, online live TV at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that. I kind of, I don't want to say I miss it because they did it last year and the year before that, but. I miss yeah, I the fact that you had to see trailers in the movie theaters. That's what I miss. That's true. True. If you want people to truly go back to movie theaters, 
I mean, granted, it's the studios that release the trailers, but right. but don't release the trailers unless it's via yeah on screen. But they well, make so much money that way. Listen, Speaking listen. about uh, movies with trailers, you can only see in movie theaters, or at least for a time. Um, we did get a new Doctor Strange trailer, Doctor Strange uh, Two, which is Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a this, lot of these are starting to get such a similar names that it, it's uh, you know throwing me off. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're they're in this kind of uh, I don't want to call it a phase, but section of storytelling at Marvel where it's a lot of it has to do with multiverse. So that's where you're going to get Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Verse. No way home and Spy- Well, Spider Verse is you know in an, it's a different kind of thing. Yeah, but is it? You know, is it? Just, is it? Well, hopefully it's not, but currently <laughs> it is. But anyway, you know, Multiverse of Madness, you're, you're starting to flirt with all these things, and I think Loki was involved in some way with that as well. Oh, yeah. And just hitting this kind of overall... <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a comic book story arc. Um, like Thanos. I, for, I forget what they're called, <laughs> but I forget what they're called, but um, it's it's like... Uh, like an event. It's, it's an event, yeah. It's yeah. an event where it crosses over a certain yeah. number of books, and that's it's what you're going to with the, the movies. There's going to be a few yeah. movies with this. For, kind of yeah, for, for people who don't read comics, this is very um, normal for comics for, like, Marvel or DC to do a massive crossover where it's like, oh, uh, this thing is going on Doctor Strange, but, like, the X-Men are involved and the Fantastic Four and yeah. Spider-Man. And so there's interconnective comics the that deal with it. Yeah. These are the tie-in comics, but right. it, it, aside from that, it's all about surrounding the multiverse. And this yeah, is correct. I, I think this, this is going to be like the anchor, right? This movie would be the yes. anchor of yep. the multiverse. Yep. Pulls in Loki, pulls in WandaVision, pulls in Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. This this is uh, I mean, for movies, this is our first true foyer, poor foyer, but uh, let's just call it a dip into uh, the multiverse. Because the only thing so far that's really gone into that in like Marvel proper has been uh, Loki. Yeah. And it's, like not everybody's seen Loki. So, I mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man like is... rubbed up against it. There's definitely <laughs> a lot of residual multiverse in that. But we don't go into any of the other uh, universes or anything like that. Wait, you mean nobody, none of the other characters have seen Loki? No, no, I mean, like, the, uh, the fans. The like, fans. Oh, okay. You wonder, you think there's that big of a difference between, like, I could see people going to Iron Man or Spider-Man who didn't watch Loki. You think mm-hmm. people are going to Doctor Strange and not having seen yet Loki? I, I don't know. Yes. I'm just kind of yes. edging my bets. Oh, yeah, Chris is one of them. <laughs> it's oh, a, yeah. Well, I mean, aside from that, it's, it, it's movies. It's not... TV shows, so it's it's strange, but my 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 Doctor Strange, my dad and and sister watched all the movies. Like they got involved in the movies, and they don't care about the TV shows. So, so they, they're not gonna they're not gonna watch a TV show. Have they? Tried so they went to go see Shang Chi or what? <laughs> As of last year, they've seen all of them up to Endgame, and I don't know if right. they've seen anything after the fact. So then it doesn't matter. I cannot matter see your point. dad getting into these movies. He did. Well, it, it was it was um, uh, certain family medical issues 
where mm. he was home all day with with my sister. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's an easy yeah. binge watch Bad time. So yeah, true, and, true. and you could sit down. It's it's literally what a five day adventure to watch all those mm. movies. So. Yeah. Uh, but you know they get into that, and they're not gonna they're not gonna watch the shows. No way, no way. Not they're even movie. Wandavision. No, they're moviegoers. They're they're moviegoers, and I think that's kind of the majority of the uh, the norms, quote unquote norms that go see these movies. The normies. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think they go see Doctor Strange. Well, I mean, it's a it's a Marvel movie. And 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 frankly, frankly, if if you run the list, it's like, oh, I've seen all these movies. Wait, what is Shang Chi? That's part of it. Wait, what's the Eternals? That's part of it. Oh, Doctor Strange. That's part of it. I know that. Let's watch that one. So mm. they're more likely to skip over those two and then watch Doctor Strange than they are to. I mean, we're we're getting off topic here. We're getting off topic. Doctor Strange trailer. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm kind of excited about it now that I've seen. This trailer uh, definitely yeah. spiked some interest. Like the cameo, the cameo, the vocal cameo, at least. Yes. Do you want to get into that? As well. It's All right. A minute trailer. All right. Well, I mean, it's more than a minute, but anyways, vo- the uh, vocal uh, cameo. It's uh, pretty sure it's Patrick Stewart, guys. Yeah, Captain Cap- Picard. Yeah, it's gonna tie in with Star Trek. Who knew? Yeah, that's right. that's my only <laughs> assumption is that it's Captain. It's going Card to tie in nothing else. It's going to tie into the David Lynch Dune movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. It's going to tie into Green Room. Oh God! <laughs> here's here's the here's the question, and this is it's clearly Patrick Stewart and it's Professor X. Yes. Now the yes. the thing is. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I remember correctly all the comic book stuff, but there's so much with X-Men. Where mm. is that supposed to be? Do we know, Sean? Uh, it, the rumor mill is running that this is the introduction of the Illuminati. Okay. Now... Yes. Beyonce is going to be in it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Okay, we, we need to... Can we go a little bit nerd out here? Go ahead. Yeah. Can we nerd out a little bit here? Go ahead. We are the Knights of Nerditude, so... So, uh, Illuminati. Okay, Iron Man's done. Like, Tony Stark. Correct. Robert, Down- Robert Downey Jr., they're Robert, done. Yeah, they're here's done. the thing. Robert Downey Jr.'s done. Yeah, so... So there's... So there's Professor X, and we have not seen... Um, oh, Jesus. What's this? Krasinski play... Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, yet. So maybe, I mean... Although, that, that's not even confirmed. That's yeah, not that's even not confirmed. confirmed. Look, at, the, at this point, I'm already sold on it. Just freaking do it. Um, so, uh, do you want to go down the rumor mill? There's, there's wait, hold plenty on, hold of rumor on, on. mills let's going get, on let's with get, this. We have... We have um, uh, Namor. Yep. <laughs> He's Namor. a founding member of the Illuminati. I right. don't know if they're going to cast him because... No. Well, Here's um, the thing. Well, here's the thing. Before I think Sam Raimi took over this project, the original director, I forget his name, he tweeted out a picture of Namor fighting Doctor Strange saying that he was excited to get started on Doctor Strange 2. Really? Really? Yes. Yes. 
Namor, so, that's the Submariner. Is that it's yes. Aquaman? Submariner. Yeah. He's which, a mutant, though. Which He's like a mutant Atlantean? I I know this one fact just because it's insane. He predates Aquaman, which means Marvel passed over the name Aquaman for <laughs> the Submariner. That's fine. It's because DC <laughs> is very lazy when it comes to their naming characters. Y- yeah, I Batman, mean, man, Wonder look, Woman, Superman. Uh, we'll we'll get into naming a little bit of like fun names when we get to Peacemaker, actually. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, like Illuminati, sure, love it, yep, but yep. like, I, I, I <laughs> one of my favorite characters of Marvel is part of the Illuminati, and they really screwed up that TV show when they made oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Black Bolt. What TV show? The uh, Inhumans. Inhumans. So oh. Black Bolt is Black Bolt's probably like top five favorite characters for me. <laughs> they really like like he was one of the best out of the disaster that happened, and even then it still wasn't that good. Is is that canon or have we we old yellered that yet? Here's the thing, we can claim that it's old yellered if Agents of Shield doesn't exist in this universe, which it's looking more plausible the not that they've basically nixed agents of shield as canon. Yeah. First season's probably canon, but nothing else after that. Maybe. maybe. And even maybe. then you got to cherry then. pick. You got to right. cherry pick. So it's, it is believed that uh, if agents of shield doesn't exist in the MCU, then neither does the inhumans. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Either way, black bull. I mean, I want to see him. I want to see justice done for him. Yeah, but those are, like that's the Illuminati right there, and right. You said that's the rumor mill. No uh, rumor. No rumor mill is Iron Man. So I've, no, I've what, what, kind I, of I, heard about this. Yes. So all go right. into detail. All right. If so, it's the same thing, I've heard. I hope it's the same thing. So rumor mill, uh, accompanied with some behind the scene photographs, uh, show that. Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be Iron Man in this movie. They have instead, I guess you would say recast, uh, they cast somebody who was in the lead to play Tony Stark before Robert Downey Jr. took over the role. And he's this little-known actor. Not many people are, are familiar with his work, but he goes by the Daniel name Day of Lewis. Tom Cruise. Oh, right. So yeah. Tom Cruise was originally uh, thought to be cast as Iron Man, to- uh, Tony Stark, back it, it before. It was definitely the in the running back then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Let's... so the belief is that he is, because it's the multiverse, and, you know, you have three different actors playing Spider-Man, that there there is a supposed legit photograph of him wearing... Um, not the armor, but the uh, mo- motion capture suit that uh, Robert Downey Jr. wore towards the end. Uh, so it's him wearing that on the set of a movie. Now, look, it I, could be this. It could be a different movie. We don't know. That's why this is the rumor mill. I'm not stating can, this is Can he fat. just play this like his character in Tropic Thunder? They're also filming Edge of Tomorrow. Like, they're also filming Edge of Tomorrow, too. Yes. So yes. it's... It could like, be. It could be that. It, it would look be. almost the same, right. probably. Yeah. Right. So, 
the, I, the, I really just am, would be extremely happy if Tom Cruise never made it into the MCU. <laughs> I'd be fine really? with him Really? I would love to see I it. I would love to see this. I, I would hate it in, in no. a f- just, like, in every and possible like, way. Like, Zeno, Zeno can be a Marvel hero and stuff. Don't, don't even bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I only want to see Iron Man, or not even see him, I only want Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr., in one more, t- like I want him one more time, and that's all well, I want. It's, he, solely- it's gonna be great because it's, it's going to entail him as Iron, no, as Tony Stark, yet not Iron Man, of just like him flying a lot of planes, but never like it's his you know, rocket suit. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I see. I'm I'm not a fan of uh, Tom Cruise, but yeah, I want to see this. I want okay. him as Tony Stark. I don't want to. It's going to well, take too much attention away from. I mean, it's the, like it's like a cool little Easter egg, and like right. honestly, that's what these movies are. At yeah. This point. Well, like you look at Robert Downey Jr. would be Tony Stark Prime, and then this would be Tony Stark from a different dimension. Is he going to come back for the next Avengers movie to be Iron Man? No. No, probably not. No. This is his like. One thing, yeah. maybe I he'll mean, show it's, up it's again. It's like Matt cameos, Damon but. is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly. That but you know, it's two guy. different people. You know, you know what they're talking yeah. about now, and we're going into Marvel now, which is just something we really shouldn't spend a lot of time on. But there's, there's like this, this huge thing that oh, these are going to be the Young Avengers. This is what's coming, mm-hmm. and I mean, sure, sure, but. Like I don't know, I don't know. I still like the bigger, bigger name characters well, personally. Feige... But like, what if the next set of Avengers were all age fifty and up? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, Avengers, Avengers are what at this point? You got Ant Man, yep. who's left. Doctor Strange is left, and Spider Man, yep. Captain Marvel. Yep. You have. I mean, uh... technically Black Panther. Yep. He hasn't officially been killed off yet. Yeah, but if they if they like they they've rewritten a bunch and they postponed, which is which is perfectly acceptable. Oh yeah, and like it, it, there's talk of um, what's her face, his sister taking over the mantle, and she fits into that. You know, Natasha Romanoff's sister, and then Hawkeye's <laughs> like apprentice. The show we just had, I can't even think of her name. Katie Bishop, and then you have She Hulk, who's younger. Like you're, you're, you are getting young Avengers, you are. Like it's gonna happen, but no, I don't know. I'm kind of. Well, I'm already uh, missing. I'm already missing the old. <laughs> this uh, this multiverse of madness adds another uh, piece to that puzzle, Chris, with the uh, addition of America the Chavez. The mutants too. Well, no. Well, I mean that's. Oh, dude, there's, there's mutants coming at the end of this. Like, there, House of House of M is happening. But but America Chavez shows up. Who's Ms. Marvel, who will tie into the Marvels. The TV. Right, who's going to be in her own movie. Right. So, yeah, yes. she's she's that young the girl TV show. in this. Yeah, it's a TV yeah, show? It's a TV okay. show. Yeah, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel is going to be a TV show, but the Marvels is... Is the movie. Cap, uh, is a movie. It's Cap, Captain, yeah. America, Captain America too. and the, the Marvels or whatever it is. but And it's her and the one from Brie WandaVision. Yes, right? yes, yes. It's going to be yes. Brie Larson and her. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be the three of them. But, this yeah. is a cool recap. Uh, <laughs> can we can we move on? Any final uh, Thor? No. The, the trailer, there's just trailer looks cool. Strange. The trailer. I, trailer, cool. I yeah. like how the, weird it's going. Like. Oh yeah, 
the, the thing with this and the promotional photo of like Doctor Strange with all like the shards of glass behind him and everything, and the there's actual pictures pictures in every shard of glass. I mean, there's people out there saying that they see Deadpool in those shards of glass, and Ryan Reynolds said, "No, he is not in this." Wink, wink. Which is like, stop it, Ryan. Just say you're not in it. Like, don't do that. Um, so, I mean, this this movie can be the stepping stone of adding everything to the MCU, all of Marvel, all of or well, more all of uh, Fox, and which would be weird if like both Fantastic Four movies are now canon. Or I should say all three. Both sets? No, yeah, yeah. no it would sets, be weird if, be like, weird. suddenly Master and Commander was canon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, this WandaVision is... Season 2. <laughs> it, is, it is a sick movie poster. Like, it is. Act, it's act it's really awesome. And, like, you can sit there and you can stare at it for an hour and you'll find something new. That's right. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how much is in there. And it's like, no, this movie can't do all that. It's like, but it might because it's the multiverse. Because like uh, you can see, um, uh, what's it, uh, Captain, not Captain Britain, but um, Captain Carter's shield from What If is in there, um, which is they weird. did say they did say too. You know, they had all those reshoots. You know, right. could it possibly have been? In part of how, you know, much of a boost Spider-Man got of right. them just being like, we're going to throw like a billion fucking cameos. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How much, how much is the budget for this? All right. We're getting off. Uh... It's it's a lot. Yeah. This well, comes in on. May. Yeah. Comes out in May. Let's talk about something coming out in October, but it feels like we've been talking <laughs> about it uh, for its own age. Ha. How about that one? Okay. The billion-dollar Lord of the Rings series September, has finally John, released. September. Oh, September. Okay, autumn. <laughs> um, finally released an actual trailer with footage, not just some crap about the title. Um, and people seem to think it kind of looks like shit. Um, I saw it and was like, "Yeah, cool. That's Lord of the Rings for sure. You got it." Yeah. Um, I don't really have much of a take besides it's, that. I was like, oh yeah, it's trailer. I mean, no, it's the CGI didn't look great. It's a CGI mess, guys. But it's a TV show. Yeah, I understand that. But like, how does a movie from twenty years ago look better? Because Explain it's a TV show. Me. It doesn't matter. Technology has changed the, over the, the past twenty years. The trailer for this looked very much like when we first got movies in 4K. It's like the initial kind of shock of, like, this is brand new. We need to adjust. This is what this looks like. I disagree. And, and that look, the, the CG didn't look awful. It's definitely not the worst we've ever seen. No, it's definitely but like, not the worst. You, you know what? We're sitting in the uncanny valley, especially when right. we see that picture of of the elf like looking up, climbing the thing. Yeah, so, like, that I, that like, like I, that was you know, definitely in the uncanny valley. You know what? Uh, what this whole trailer reminds me of? It's like this is a new game for PlayStation Five. Yeah, it kind of looked like like video like game the whole graphics. thing is just video game graphics. Like it's good video game graphics. Don't get me wrong, 
but it's video game graphics. Where are the actors? See, I, I didn't get that at all. Yeah. I, I didn't get that I, at all. It's a, it's a CGI mess. Look, I, I guess I guess this is... Well, you guys never finished the Hobbit trilogy. Um, yeah. What are you talking about? No, Did you finish the Hobbit it. trilogy? Oh, my this, God. This yes. looks very similar to that. I've read the book. I've watched the movies. I watched the Rankin and Bass movie this week. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I've seen the... I know what the Hobbit's it, it all about. It looks very similar to that style of graphics. Yeah, and that was, like, not praised at all. That was, like, horribly criticized. Look, I, I can't... I can't fault a TV show for not having good graphics. It's a billion dollar TV show. I, yeah. I still think it's like a little early to totally like assume it's going to be totally awful, but I, it's not a it, great considering this is like the one thing they could have shown us. Yeah. Look, it, it's, it's not, I'm not asking for a lot in a trailer, especially for this. Regardless, I'm going to see this till the, through to the end. Like this is I'm, I'm watching this. 100%. I hope so. I hope so. I I hope I'm in the same boat. No, as you. no graphics will ever turn me off of this because it's the story. Right. It's the, the story that's going to get me to stick around. The if it's problem, a bad story. It's the not problem with that though is that like it's not Tolkien. It's like a team of writers creating their own story. You know what's you know what's funny? And if we've had this discussion off podcast, which we will have on podcast before. Yep. I'm entirely okay with that. You <laughs> are in the severe minority. You, you you say that. We need to have like a book <laughs> review. We need to have a book review. All right. Of what? The Is Hobbit. The, the Hobbit mm-hmm. and how it's uh, a children's book that based on uh, Tolkien's work. Because that's Hobbit? what it is. The Hobbit is a children's book compared to, like, all the rest of his works. It's the most dumbed down of all of his works. Sure. And, 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 uh, it and, is. and supposedly it's not his best. Like the Oh, no, the King, not at all. Not Return of the King. Uh, that saga, like the tre- three books, yeah. is, is, like, his best. Yeah. Cimmerillion is, like, really good and, like, very tough to read because it goes into, like, hardcore depth about the whole universe. It well, not universe, but the I've, world. I've, I've also heard it's very like thick. <laughs> like, yeah, if, like if yeah. you know that kind of writing, where it's just like yeah. you read two sentences, and you're just like, oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a marathon. Yeah. Like, so, marathon what do you what do you guys think about the setting? Because that was going to be the big thing. Obviously, I I'm I like it. Yeah, I, I, I like, like the yeah. fact that it takes place before. It's not yeah. a remake, which is good. Don't don't touch oh, the remake would have been awful. Don't mm-hmm. touch my Jackson stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he 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 made that and it was damn near perfect. So you know yeah. what? Don't even try. Right. Yeah. And like, there's so much more to this world. You know. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Make it about, like, yeah. the creation of the rings and stuff like right. that. Right. Like, there's, there's so much that Tolkien did in his writing to expand this world. But at the same time for this project, like, they created, this, like, new characters just for this show. Which I'm like, why? What, 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 character, like, what characters from the I Second think, Age are from his books? Like I, I I understand Hobbit's not from that age. No, no, and we're talking the trilogy. The Rings yeah. trilogy is not from that age. So what is that before? That's so oh, Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion is before. Oh God, what else? He's he wrote a ton. So, so 
Didn't he write one that's like a history or something yeah. like that? Like, yeah, there's uh, a bunch. Yeah, of, that's he, a Cimmerillion, right? No, uh, Cimmerillion. I thought Cimmerillion was like after and like way after. No, I thought it's, it's I, weird. I thought he wrote it after, but it's he wrote it after Hobbit and all them. But I think it's about the stuff before. Yeah, I was, he, like, like you said, like you said, it's it's a hard yeah. book and it's hard to digest. And I, it's, it's well, really yeah. There's thick and, there's like the Cimmerillion. There's uh, Baron Luthien, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Unfinished Tales. Yeah, a lot uh, of children of Huron. Like a lot of stuff was completed after Fall of after he died. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's but, um, but it's all based on like he wrote all this stuff. It, oh yeah, yeah, everything's based on that. But it's like I think yeah, his I kids mean, did he, the publishing for it. And yeah, tidied he, it yeah. up a little yeah. bit. He 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 had the basics like skeleton down, but he hadn't like right fixed right. it up yet. But I mean, yeah. there there's literally like. I mean, to go with a famous person, like Stephen Colbert is like one of seven people in the world who are like that the knowledge they possess about this this world is like insane. And like there's this whole, I, like it's weird. It's like this whole like ceremony and whatnot. And like they get together every so often. But it's like seven people in the world are like the gods of the knowledge of Tolkien. Can we get back to okay, that? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> yeah, can we get back we're to talking, the story? Well, no, it, can we it, get back it, to the like the, the story the, here? The, the fact s- that this isn't like just a, a one-dimensional story. Like this. Oh like, yeah, there's a lot. The there. amount of in information that is in this, like this, is insane. This is like this makes George Lucas's world building look like child's play. Like not the amount though. It's, yeah. <laughs> but back to your point about like creating characters and stuff. I, I can't fault them for that, especially when the, the, the source material is so in-depth and not yeah. necessarily complicated, but but just a, a tough pill to swallow right. as a reader. But it's not going to translate well to yeah, like, screen. Like, there, there's a difference between someone sort of listing out the history of this world and someone else trying to turn that into an interesting narrative. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's The Hobbit wasn't an interesting book. Whoever wrote the movies and the screenplays made it entertaining. You were and once you, again you in the minority. To, you need to find... Because you you're just in a weird place. Yeah. Look, this is a there, great bit, by the way. There needs to be... I, I swear to God, I'll die on this hill. I, okay, I'll, This great. is my hill. That's fine. That's fine. But, but look, look. It's, it's like what they did in, in Chernobyl. It's with the female like scientists. They narrowed a bunch of scientists down to be reflected by her. Yeah. So they made it complicated and they kind of simplified it to this one thing. This is what they're going to do with the TV show. They created characters to progress a tough story to read and I, I'm not going to fault them for that whatsoever because it, it's just, this is the nature of science fiction and fantasy writing. This is just the way it is. You need to, you need to be able to kind of translate it to a different media, if you're, especially if you're converting books or at least source material from books into a visual um, spectrum and look I, I, I'm in I'm in let's just I kind of want to move on from this but <laughs> I'm 100% out on this okay. I'm sold. in but weary yeah I'm, I'm not this I'm not didn't sold. cause me to have any more confidence in this no but I'm still like, in I was excited when they announced like they were doing this then I was excited when we got that teaser of the name I was like oh 
this is awesome. And then we got this, and I was like, oh. So, yeah, that's I, where I, I stand plus, right plus, we didn't get a lot of, like, the actual plot. Right. Like, right. Look, they but could, we, I mean, we know what it's going to be. But we we know, like, the, you know, 30,000 foot, like, this is what it is. But, like, who are these people? What are they, right. like, dealing with each other, you know? You know, they could yeah, be the actual stuff all, that makes a good show. a good story. You know, they they could just be saving it all for the show. You know, like oh, I mean, we're pretty far to, out too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll get profiles and all that other fun stuff that they did for <laughs> what the hell is that? Uh, what the hell is that? Uh, oh, there was a big profile, by the way. No, what the hell was their show on Amazon where it's like. Uh, Carnival Row, how they had like profile oh, pages yeah. of each oh. character in between. I watched that again recently. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's I um, I think I'm in, but like I could very easily see myself watching three episodes and then just going on with my life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. So. All right. Last last trailer. Nope. Oh, which no. is a I, movie. I, 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 I was waiting I for somebody. We need to edit that post. <laughs> Awkward uh, silence. So yeah, this is uh, Nope, which is Jordan Peele's uh, follow-up to Us and uh, Get Out. Uh, looks like, oh God, I can't think of his name. The guy from Get Out and Was it Black Daniel? Panther. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is returns as a lead here of, and it looks like this is going to be an alien monster movie? Maybe. Yeah. Look, but who the hell knows? This aliens. this trailer actually looks pretty creepy. I'm not going to lie. It does. Oh, yeah. Mm. I like great. it. I, I love like it. it. I like... He makes a good trailer. That's true. He does. Um, whether it or not, it's... So I, I'm hoping it's more towards the get up side than the us. Get out. I mean, get out, not get up. Uh, get <laughs> I think up. that was another movie. <laughs> Step Up is a movie. Anyways. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Um, no, I, I'm hoping it's a step in the right direction. I feel like Us was kind of like a sophomore slump for him. And I uh, definitely want to want to see him return to his uh, his first movie. He's like, I mean, I, I'm excited for this movie. I really am. It looks good. It looks very good. Yeah. It's just kind of enticing. It, I don't even know what to really right. say. Well, it, it shows you so much, but shows it tells you nothing, which is like right. great for a trailer. All right. It's been, well, it's been a while since we've seen a really good trailer. This is it's true. This kind of hits it hits it out of the park. Yeah. It has, and I feel like, do, do they seem like they're just getting more and more formulaic, too? Oh, there was a trailer that I forgot to um, bring up when we were watching before. How many of you guys saw the uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers trailer? I did. I, I did. I have not, no. Okay. Sean? Yes. Just... I, <laughs> I don't even understand, like... Just the big picture of where, as a society, we're even going anymore. <laughs> like, I don't... I I have no idea what this movie is or who it's for. Yeah. So, if you remember back to last time we met, uh, we were talking about the movies to, that were coming out this year. 
And Chris on your list was Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the movie. And I said, no, that's not a movie. That's a TV show because it was originally announced as a TV show because, like, when they rebooted DuckTales, they tied in all of their, like, 90s TV shows. Yeah, so, like, uh, Tailspin was, like, tied in. They do create Chippendale Rescue Rangers in an episode inadvertently, like... By accidentally get like making chipmunks smart, um, but like Darkwing. This literally Duck, sounds like Marvel, though. Yeah, no, like oh, honestly, if you were kind of a fan of Ducktales in the '90s, like this show is phenomenal. The, and like a lot of cast from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is in it, which is great. Um, but anyways, uh, so. It was originally announced as like a TV show, like a spinoff from that, and that's why I thought it was. I wasn't a movie; it was a TV show. And then I saw the trailer for this movie, and I'm like, first of all, not a spinoff. Second of all, like the so was it John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg are the voices of Chip and Dale. No, no. Okay, I'm, I'm not even gonna go that deep into the weeds. But like I, I just so it's it's first off it's a live action live action live action CGI, CGI handwritten uh, drawn <laughs> animation it's weird. But it's just like I I don't I, I'm just so confused I'm just really yeah I don't I don't I loved the show as a kid and I watched this trailer I was like I didn't want this I wanted like I would have been happy with the reboot of the show. Like, I, I was happy with the way that they dealt with, like, DuckTales and Darkwing Duck and Tailspin so, recently. So like, what, what's that's so, what I wanted. It's, it's so essentially, different? Sam... Oh, oh, oh what's different? <laughs> it's essentially... Okay, Here, here's what it is. It's that every movie now has to get, like... Go, has to go through the, like, Space Jam that just came out lens. Yes. Like, everything needs to be... Like, Space Jam is the new air fryer of movies. <laughs> <laughs> where everything we cook is now in the Space Jam machine. <laughs> and this weird meta, but, like, why are we making the references to these things? No, like, this has nothing to do with fucking anything. I don't know. I, I just, like, but like it, the it really shook reference, me. Where it's, like, yeah, who, yeah no, exactly. would get that reference? Yeah. Like, um, so, like, the, the two main, so Chip and Dale are the main. So one of them goes through with a CGI surgery to become a CGI character. I don't know if it's Chip or Dale, to be honest. Uh, I think that was that's Dale is the okay. uh, the Magnum PI one. Right. I'm not going to say it's super relevant. All yeah, right. no, but it's... one of them has it, one of them doesn't. And they refer to it as CGI surgery, which yeah. for a second I found funny. But All right. I think that's, I also that's a weird quasi-social commentary that it really isn't. Right. Which, like, why would you even, like, dip your right. toe in that? And yet, right. at the same time, seemingly have no opinion on? <laughs> I didn't look at it through that lens. Um, but I think the problem was I watched this when I was sick, and, like, I was just <laughs> really, like... Like a I'm fever dream? Die yeah. that day. Yeah, fever... No, fever dream is perfect, the way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. So... It really shook me. Yeah, no, this, this like, I this trailer's weird. It's weird yeah. to go from nope to that, but, like... And it's weird, too, that it's Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. they seem, at least, like, 
some reverence for what they like the IP, you know? Yeah. Like it's not like we're just gonna like make a jerk off, you know, um <laughs> no, Snaggletooth movie, you know? Like like there like we're actually, you know, have, have standards here. Mm. But yeah, I, I I don't know. But let's let's get into uh some some real stuff, some real meat on the bones. Do we wanna do uh Peacemaker or Kimmy first? Let's do Peacemaker first. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so on to Peacemaker. So we finally got the uh, the, the show ended. Um, we finally got the conclusion of this show. Um, <coughs> without going too, into too much with, uh, with this, Re- this episode, reha- like rehashing this really. episode, yeah. um, I, I mean, like, they, they, stuff happens, and then it's over, and... God, it's just As, like a forgettable ending for me. I can't remember it, what so, exactly happened. I, I know what happened yeah. in like the battle and everything, but yeah. Well, the okay. For, first of all, the battle at the end, I really liked it, where it was the theme song playing while they were just like gunning yes. down everybody. Yes. I'm glad they didn't play that during the show until the end. Yeah. Oh, was that was nice. great. It was kind of nice. And I also love the fact that they weren't gods. Like, they yes. got shot a lot. Yeah, I generally thought a lot would die. Like, a lot yeah. more would die. Yeah. Like, I really did. Like, I thought uh, Vigilante was dead. Oh, I even thought, uh, what's what's her face? Hargrave? Harcourt. Hargrave, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Harcourt. Maybe? Harcourt, yeah. Harcourt. I, thought, I thought she was a goner, too. Yeah. Like, honestly, I mean, she got I, shot, I, of, like, in the neck. I know. I'm, I honestly, I was. I kept thinking, I'm like, oh no, she's gone. Yeah. I'm like, wait, can I live with this? I don't know. I don't but know. I also like the audio cue of as they're finally like losing, how like it gets distorted and slows down a bit, where it's like it, at, when it first starts, it's like, yeah, heroes, they're winning, and then as they start losing, it's like, oh crap. Yeah. Like yeah, what I, vigilante I, I think said it best. He's like, oh well, that sucks. He like falls down because he yeah. got shot or shot something. Was shot with a shotgun in the back. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, man, it's just it's. Do they like I'm trying? I don't know. I guess I don't really care. Um, like whether or not because they're in the end in the hospital and stuff, and I forget what's. Oh, that's right. She announces uh, Argus essentially and all this other yep. stuff. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah. weird, weird. I don't want to say unnecessary, but just the weird unnecessary cameo at I the loved end. It. I loved it. I mean, it was it was so it was like stupid yeah. but spot on. So, like before they charge in, because so Sam and John have not finished or have seen Sam. You, you're pretty far away. I doubt yeah, yeah. Finished. I've I've never really gone back to this. Um, but uh, before they attack the base where the cow is located, which is the food for these butterflies. Um, before they go in there, they call um, Amanda Waller's daughter. She calls Amanda Waller and is like, we need everyone. We need the Justice League. We need every like, get whoever you can here. Like, this is the end of the world. And so they go and they fight, blah, blah, blah. Stuff happens. And as they're leaving, because they're victorious, the Justice League shows up. But it's Flash, it's Aquaman, it's you Wonder s- Woman, you and see Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah. You, well, yeah, you see they're like they're darkened out and like shadowy. 
So you're like, oh, look, it's them. And even at that point, I was like, they couldn't even get Jason Momoa to come in this show. And then Jason Momoa is there. And I was like, oh. And then Ezra Miller's there. I was like, oh, they actually got like two of them. Props. Like, good job, guys. And it's, <laughs> a, it's basically to uh, make fun of Aquaman for fucking fish. Yeah, right. Because they won't. Like, there's <laughs> no way they're gonna pay. Gal Gadot's gonna waste her time no, showing no. up. No, no. Or, well or as, uh, uh, Henry she got she got that red notice money. Exactly. Yeah, that's that was a big payday for for all three of them. I know. Um, but but uh, look, that was that was kind of like stupid, unnecessary, and sure it was it was fine, but yeah, but it was something that DC really has never done. Whereas Marvel is like at least the past we'll say five years has been kind of known to do that. It's like this is the first time DC's like, yes, it's a shared universe. Yeah. No, which you're, is which you're is right. Nice. You're right. It's 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 like a little callback yeah. to fade. They they probably realized, oh well, people like this for some reason instead of our movies. Which is <laughs> so, no, I mean uh, as a whole, it's like the show that I didn't know that I wanted. I agree. Uh, it's just this. I mean, what 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 makes it the probably better than it should be is that stupid introduction song <laughs> with the dance. And I think that just kind of sets. <laughs> if you were giving it a rating system, I think that song and dance just alone give it like an extra two points. There are so many times I'm at work singing that intro song <laughs> to myself. <laughs> And I'm like, why? Why am I singing this song? I don't like hair metal, like, at so, all. It's the sort of thing where, like, it's... I would love every show to do it, but now no one else can do it. <laughs> mm, yes. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. it's it's kind of, like, incredible and sad at the same time. <laughs> right? You... in in. It's it's funny because you're, you're absolutely right. And if you ever saw Marvel do something like this, you're like, all right, this is, this is yeah. too much, you know? And, I mean, it kind of fits into the DC thing where they're grasping. They're grasping at straws now. And yep. it looks they're try- like they They're trying to keep one. this afloat. They're trying to keep the DC universe afloat. And every once in a while, I mean, it's been back-to-back for them with Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. But, like, they've been, like this is something to hang your head on. I mean, they're, they're kind of the same thing, too. Right, it's a continuation. So yeah, and then oh, we were talking about that the uh, kite man reference with oh yeah, so many kite man references. Yeah, it's just they have this whole conversation about him, and it's just like, wait, so he rides kites? (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's yeah. This uh, this show was great. So happy it's getting a second season. Um, I mean, definitely a downer of an ending. But I'm excited to see where season two takes us. I mean, it wasn't, I don't want to say it was a positive, positive ending. But no, it was a downer. It was literally like, so, spoilers. So, it's okay. um, you, you know how he captured that butterfly and took care of it? Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, Chris. Uh, I mean, for them. Uh, but that butterfly was like obviously the leader of the butterflies. Well, it, it got out, attached itself to the female cop. She ended up leading the charge on all of it. And then she explains the plan of the butterflies, which is that she's trying to save humanity because we are so bad that like their society went through the same 
thing that we are doing destroying our planet. So they're there to help us, like guide us to make the right decisions to prevent that from happening. And um, Peacemaker torpedoes the cow and kills their main food source. Basically dooming them to death. Well, if that's the truth, I mean, they could have been lying. I'm pretty sure it's the truth. Well, you say that, but who knows? Either way, the, the thing is still alive, and it's like a second best friend behind Eagly, which well, it, <laughs> but it's just yeah. Well, I he so the the ending of it is very sad because I mean, the the butterfly explains to Peacemaker that like he showed it love and affection, and you kind of see that toward at the end where it's still alive, but its food source is gone and he literally sits down on the front porch and gives him the last of the like honey goo stuff that's on the planet. Like that's the last of it. So it's going to die, but it's staying with peacemaker because peacemaker showed it love. I mean, like he fed it, he took care of it, showed it love, got it high a few times. Um, but I mean, it, it's just such a sad ending. And then, obviously, his dad his dad shows up at the end, showing that like he still hasn't severed that tie. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a season two thing that I just yep. don't want to see. It'll be interesting to see the show come back in season two with, I would guess, a higher budget, because I get the sense that there wasn't that big of one for season one. Like, it was definitely on the little shoestrings. I think it was kind of like a spur-of-the-moment yeah. kind of series, this, too. This final episode definitely showed that it had a budget uh, oh, because okay. of the, the cow. It's a giant CGI monster. Yeah, but even then, that's not, like, that's not a huge, that's not a big budget. That's uh, Bigger than what they were doing before. I, I guess. It's, it's the biggest set piece, plus the, the giant fight. Uh, doing the uh, the sonic booms to blow up the barn. Yeah, it was too... It, like, it's a TV show graphics, so it's not... Yeah, but... It's not spectacular. I mean, when you, when I, when you watch the... Um, when you go into, like, his dad's closet and, you know, all those oh, yeah, graphics yeah, yeah. and stuff, like, yeah. this is straight out of the Legends of Tomorrow graphics right here. Yeah. This is CW style. And, yeah. You know, whatever, but it, you didn't need that. That's... <laughs> That's mm. not going to make or break the show. It's just the obnoxiousness right, right, right. of Peacemaker and Vigilante. <laughs> yeah. Which, Throughout the whole So, thing. the woman who plays Harcourt didn't realize was uh, Gunn's girlfriend at the time. They're, they Oops. recently became engaged, but didn't realize they were a couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so Jennifer Holland. As long as she's, she's still in it, they're... You're going to have to keep making me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be incredible if that's the only reason why he was doing it. He's got all these other movies. <laughs> but he just has to keep getting this girl on TV. <laughs> you know, good on him. Yeah. Honestly, she, um, was a, she was a great part of the show. I really liked her. Yeah, really came into her own. Yeah. Like, uh, first, very cold on it. Like, okay, this person's just yeah. here. But, uh, yeah. Just did not remember her from the Suicide Squad at all. <laughs> no, just the big guy. Or American yeah. Pie Presents yeah. The Book of Love. Or House yeah. of Dead 2. Or Zombie Strippers. Oh. Or, or Brightburn. Well, Brightburn oh. was uh, James Gunn. 
I think he produced that. Or just wrote it. But anyways, I know he wrote it. Maybe. Uh, where is it? It is produced and written by Brian and Mark Gunn. All right, never mind. That's according to Wikipedia. <laughs> I he was attached somehow. Yes, yeah, 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 producer. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Gunn family production. Yeah. Right, right. And Sean Gunn somehow was not in. That we know of. Right. Anyways, uh, Weasel uh, season three camera. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised that Weasel didn't show up in the show, but. Either way, that was great. I still love that. <laughs> I, I've rewatched that movie because it, it came back on HBO after, um, after whatever, hiatus. and I kind of just yeah, like a, it's a nice little like fifteen minute like couple scenes and out kind of thing. Yeah, not, um, not bad. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, um, so let's go into our our final uh, topic here. Another HBO thing. Mm, yeah, uh, they've been. Starting to put it together. I mean, not like HBO wasn't on good footing before, but like streaming stuff. Like they're they're rolling out hits, man. They're the cultural in the cultural conversation here. Um, although not so much with Kimmy. Um, Steven, uh, director Steven Soderbergh's most recent movie, starring uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, Zoe yes, Kravitz. yep, Zoe Kravitz, uh, among others. Well, she's really the main character. Yeah. Um, and Tom Hanks' wife at one point. Right, Rita Wilson. And a bunch of other people um, who we'll get into. Anyway, uh, essentially, it's really kind of like a throwback to paranoid 70s thrillers by way of uh, the COVID and Amazon and Big Brother's listening. And there's like a, let me just say, there's like a billion things going on in this movie. And like, I kind of love it because we never, it all sort of works for me, even though we never go like super deep into any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the movie is essentially about a, uh, agoraphobic made, definitely made worse by COVID, uh, and some other things going on in her life. Uh, programmer who works for essentially like an Amazon Google stand-in that has a smart speaker who you know like just like Alexa sort of listens in on your life mine doesn't go off right now Um, and so her job is essentially to fix bugs and she'll sort of like you know listen to fragmented audio and sort of figure out okay what happened did you know certain parts of the country have weird sort of idiom or not idioms but just you know different words for different things and all that and it kind of uh well she you know thinks she hears a murder and things kind of spiral from there um john what'd you think of this one uh, so this being the first movie of the year, um, <laughs> and being as, uh, Soderbergh kind of short, it, I mean, it's an hour and a half. It's a short movie. It's even under, it's like 87 yeah, minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that can't be right. Uh, no, I like, I'm looking at, I pulled it yeah, up it on Google and it says two hours, 29 yeah, minutes. I'm like, no, right. it's not. No, that's not. no way. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, for what it is, I mean, it's a thriller. It definitely, you know, I mean, based on 
the opening sequence, you know where this is going. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was definitely, like, an homage to, like you said, John, like, those thrillers from, like, the 70s, but with, like, an updated twist where, like, there's technology and whatnot. But I mean, I mean, even like rear. Yeah, window, yeah. I was gonna say, right, like, yeah, this very, very much feels like modern rear window. Yeah, more than e- uh, even with Disturbia. like them, her spending a lot of the time looking out the window at her neighbors. Yeah, and that guy staring back, which is like <laughs> for the longest time thought was really creepy, but then it's like, oh no, he's oh. exactly like her. Never mind. <laughs> it's only kind of creepy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's nor but, it's normal creepy people. <clears throat> yeah, normal it's normal. Creepy. It's it's <laughs> the kind of creepy that was normalized because of the pandemic. <laughs> you know, keeping an eye on your neighbors, watching their every movement cuz there's nothing else to do. Well, it is it is interesting being that close. I yeah. That was close. Those buildings were close. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You could have full-fledged conversations with your neighbors across mm-hmm. the street. I I will say this. This is one of the few movies i've seen that like gets like anxiety attacks kind of right as as someone who's had anxiety attacks in my life like i really enjoyed the scenes where she leaves the place and it's just so disorienting and the 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 camera, the camera, like, like film. Yeah, different. I think he shoots it on an iPhone. Soderbergh's <laughs> been very big on doing. Like yeah, he's yeah. done entire movies on iPhones, right? Um, but though I think some of it's not. But yeah, you can definitely. Yeah. It's it's very jarring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the way Switching that it's filmed, it's like weird angles. It's moving. It's obviously Quick. filmed yeah. on and like, like with with anxiety on, attacks. It's like it's not like you're scared. It's like that. You're just so disoriented, and you just want to get this as over with as quickly as possible yeah and see it's it, i hate i hated that I well couldn't stand that in this that movie. that's kind of the point of an anxiety attack yeah. you're supposed to not like it yeah uh, it's supposed to feel off yeah. like there's something wrong i, you I definitely guess feel it but when that. they did it throughout the whole like when they do it throughout a third of the movie well i mean i that, I, I get it i yeah. get it i get it i get why you did it but just freaking turn the camera level for a second give me give me a little bit of a reprieve here from looking yeah but at she, her she doesn't get a angle. reprieve like she's feeling right. that the entire time she's out yeah look i i the whole <laughs> you knew what was wrong or you knew what was happening with her the right. second the second she didn't go out the door and she had all those pill bottles i didn't need camera angles to show me Right, but it, I it's... I, I think you, it so honestly the helps difference, in, like, you yeah. being able to stand feel, into her shoes. Yeah. And really be right. be more than just, like, oh, she's just crazy, you know? Just kind of, yeah. like, rub, uh, like yeah. washing it away like that. You understand right. this is why she doesn't go out. Right. See, but I didn't... I didn't need that. and And you're right. You... It's, it could be different for everybody, but I didn't need that to see that. Yes. See, I, I already I, knew. I already knew. Right, it, the thing is, there's a difference between knowing and feeling the way that she does. And that's how it was filmed is to show you how she feels. And 
that's kind of the whole point of all that, like the weird camera angle angles and, and like the way it was filmed is to not show you, but make you feel the way also, she is Also, the, the sound design in this is really good. Yep. Oh, yeah. I loved like how it was noisy and then she puts her headphones on and it's like silence. silence. And even when she's going out, like that really yep. tense music they're playing. Mm-hmm. Or even like yeah. the, the hacker guy who tracks her down. Just the whole time they're playing classical music. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. His mom's knitting yeah. in the background. <laughs> like, all that scene was great. So, what I think... So, you know, now that we are more or less in the second... Or I guess going now, this is going to be the third year of, of the pandemic and stuff. I feel like... And truthfully, still very early into the whole, you know, experience. But... We haven't really gotten any good, mm. like, COVID art yeah. yet. Yeah. You know, movies, TV shows, at least. This, to me, was, like, the first one that was, like, trying to be legit. Or, you know, actually, like, had something to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like it even had that much. But, like, watching this, I had just total, you know... I don't want to quite say PTSD, especially as it then applies to other circumstances in this movie, (laughs) but of just going back to that world of being like stuck inside, even though this wasn't even supposed to be like right at the beginning, but just like, I just got real like that totally like ratcheted up my like anxiety Mm -hmm. the whole time of just like, Oh God, I don't want to go back to that. (laughs) And and also just Um, like how, weirdly natural it felt to see characters walking around with masks on. Where yeah, and also in some ways like sort of adds to the whole yeah. mm-hmm. vibe yeah. too. I mean, there's like, the one thing that I think is maybe like one extra thing like added to this that I understand and like makes sense that it would be going on, but the whole like civil unrest homeless thing I never really yeah. sort of understood how that interacted it, it, that, with everything that felt, else. That felt for... like it was there just to sort of try and make it feel like modern times sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Whereas like it, they yeah. wanted to like, like kind of like tap into it, but it also kind of felt pointless. You can't go to Seattle like... without seeing one of those protests. So. Yeah, it felt like one of those movies, like one of those New York movies from the 70s where you know, there's just a garbage strike going on. <laughs> and it's not really germane to the plot, but it's just sort of happening. Yeah. Well, that's, right. that's, um, that's what's happening in uh, West Coast recently. Yeah. Protests all, no, all I, the time, so. Kind of a way of life. Yeah, there, and during, we didn't during get that the time it was, but. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I can't tell you, I didn't see that. <laughs> um, But yeah, there's just like, it's just the gamut of stuff she goes through. I mean, you sort of have the stuff about, like, you know, modern-day, like, relationships of, like, they just, like, come over, bang, and then he just leaves. Mm. And, you know, you go through the whole, like, PTSD of, like, her experience and this whole corporate, you know, privacy thing. and It's just... God. <laughs> it's, like, almost overload, but, like, it, it just... it. There's just a right kind of balance. Actually, it's the same mm-hmm. writer as uh, David Kep who did uh, Jurassic Park and the first Mission Impossible movie. So he hasn't done like a lot of big name stuff lately, but uh, definitely uh, it was a good script. Mm. And like I said, it was a very like tight movie, which definitely helps when it's like a paranoid thriller. You know, you feel like yeah. you keep getting pulled mm. through. 
And then we got the Home Alone in the third act, <laughs> just out of nowhere, which right. was funny because then the guy is in Home Alone. He's Buzz, right? Uh, oh, the is uh, it? the stalker guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It it, it it bothers me a little bit that she was able to climb up through the floor to this next level. But, like, the nice thing about that is it, like, she kind of shows you at some point that she's... Yeah, she's, she like, working out and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, like, she's helping, like, fix stuff and whatnot. Like, for the fact that this movie is only an hour and a half, it's 89 minutes. The fact that it's 89 minutes, it shows you, it builds... The world of this it, apartment it used, so it well. It uses its time very efficiently. Exactly. Yes. And this Which is, is so also nice. A plus this, to that one. This is not a big budget movie by no. any means no. either. No. Look, look, there are no frills at all in this. It's kind of it was kind of nice to like watch such an efficient movie. <laughs> and he does he does a nice job too with like technology. Like, admittedly, you know, cell phones have kind of ruined storytelling for some things because it's like, you know, these plot devices that mm. you could have employed 20 years ago of like, oh, but now you would just call them, yeah. you know, or, oh, they would just have their cell phone on or they'd have GPS or you could send them a text or a picture or whatever. Um, but Soderbergh, I kind of like it because he, he works within that world, mm. you know, like a lot of the FaceTimes and stuff like that. In fact, you have that really cool FaceTime payoff um when the mm-hmm. uh, you know kidnappers murderers whatever yes. are in the apartment um mm-hmm. so I, I like that too he doesn't shy away from it which which makes him unique he's he's on this weird sort of stretch where so to this so he's done some like really good movies you know like oceans 11 um people really love contagion uh yeah. he's made a shitload of movies um but the last couple of years, he's been very, like, experimental, like, trying to just, like, do different things. Like, he's done this whole, like, I'm going to shoot movies on an iPad, iPhone, and he did that for um, this one on Netflix, High Flying Bird, which was, like, an NBA agent kind of thing. And then he did that insane movie with Claire Foy in the, mm-hmm. like, insane asylum, and that was all iPhone. And I'm sure that very much, like, we're, we're talking about how when it shifts and it's all very herky-jerky and, like, sort of one-dimensional. And I can see that translating well to horror because it's, it's just... Mm-hmm. You feel more boxed in. Um, but he does this thing now where, like, he just comes out with movies every nine months. And, you know, this one was particularly good. The one before that, which <laughs> I'm really blanking on because it's got... No, no Sudden no Moves. Sudden moves. Yeah. Um, another HBO Max movie with um a really good cast but yeah. was just sort of okay um but uh yeah he's he's an interesting dude he's like you know definitely the corollary or you know the opposite of you know your artur's filmmaker who like you know makes two movies a decade you know, he's just like cranking <laughs> them out trying a different thing this was okay this worked this didn't move on this was in it was greenlit in february of last year it was Principal photography in April of last year. Like you're yeah. right, nine yeah. months. I I do have to say, uh, Zoe Kravitz is especially when she's like outside walking through the streets. Her acting was really well. Like her her like body work. Yeah. Once again, as someone who's had anxiety attacks, I'm not agoraphobic, but like, yeah, like the stiffness of her walking. Mm-hmm. You really see that. The, 
There's, I'm glad you mentioned like what stiffness and whatnot. Uh, so Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman, Selena Kyle in The Batman. And there's a scene of her running behind a wall in this where I'm like, oh God, how is she going to be a Catwoman? Because like she like, she runs with her arms like out in front of her, but she's like, like crouched robotic. over, very robotic running. It's so weird. It looks uncomfortable even while she's running away. And I'm like, she's supposed to be playing a gymnast in the back. I, I mean, like, like, I feel, but I think yeah, that's that, on that, purpose, that's, though. To go back maybe to it is. It, it felt, oh, it I felt I, like I, well, that I, was I, very much like this is a character who is so. nervous being outside, who's add on yeah. to that someone's trying to kill them. <laughs> like, you know, when yeah. you have like a cat or a dog or something like that, who's like scared and they do like the fast walk out of a room kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like they're not quite running, but they're like, yeah, it's, you it's like your, that's like your her. fight, fight yeah. or yeah. freeze instincts are well, all kicking on and all yeah. of them are doing at the same time. So like your body wants to run, your body wants to fight, but your body also just wants to stop and it's all going on at the same time. So yeah, it's going to be herky jerky and weird. She's I, tiny too. I hope. Oh yeah, she is. Um, I hope that's right. That you guys are correct. It definitely felt that way in the movie. I'm. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Um, but it's a good point though, Sean. And I haven't. I other things I've seen her in, I've never been like super impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought she was really good in this. Yeah. Oh, I thought she did a great job. Just, I, I really enjoyed that. Like physicality of her outside just was really well yeah. done. I, the major complaint I have about this is the ending. By ending, I mean after she takes care of the guys and after she calls the cops and everything. And there's that like weird ending of her and the guy down at the, uh, at the egg truck. Egg truck and it's like the freeze frame of them just being. Oh, happy. yeah, yeah. I we, don't know. We kind of lingered like that. on that a bit too long. Yeah. I did not I th- like that. I think that was a. We saw like that. Just that seems like the kind of like, oh, the actual ending really didn't work. No, they had like you a know, planned so ending, was... but they they had shot that just in case, and so they were just like, right. eh, sure, we'll do this. Or like they ran over or something like that, um, and it's like, well, we we got the truck again. <laughs> um so yeah but you know so, nice little nice little so um the guy who plays the like ceo of that company derek yeah he's just del guardio uh he, he's actually a magician uh i know this oh. i know this because he has this thing on hulu called in and of itself it's this weird like existential one-man broadway show it's directed by frank oz like stephen colbert and his wife are producers on it and it's just uh them shooting his one-man show and he's like like talking about his life and everything but also just doing really insane magic tricks (laughs) and it's like if any of that sounds appealing check it out but like, I won't blame you for being that. Being like, that sounds super pretentious because it kinda is. But like, it's honestly also just an interesting watch. 
So it's on Hulu. I, I saw him in this, and I was like, "Hey, that's that guy." Oh, so you saw? Yeah, that I first. saw it in and of itself first. Gotcha. Yeah, Soderbergh will have some interesting, uh, some weird casting. Like, uh, was it? the guy who was a director was like his dentist. <laughs> oh, uh, David Wayne is the uh, the dentist in this. Right. Like, yeah, he does this thing where like he'll yeah. cast a lot of comedians and like. Yeah, that roles. was that was such a weird cameo seeing David. Yeah, Wayne. and, and Derek like, Derek uh, Delgado. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but uh, he's he's like a comedic. Um, like magician. Mm. Although this this show is less comedic, although it does have comedic moments. Oh yeah, then Andy Daly, who was he was a doctor, the doctor, the guy who's um, he's in some other funny stuff. You saw him, you know who he is. Okay, he's in that show review. Anyway, well, let's um, unless you have any other thoughts, uh. Give it a score. Yeah. Um, Who wants I'll, to go I'll first? I'll go first. All right. I'll, I'll give this one a you know, pretty good 7.4. All right. Sam? I'm going to give it an 8.2. Wow. I enjoyed this. Sam's going high. Uh, I went with a 7.9. Almost a B. Chris? 7. All right. All right. So eh, we're all, all kind of averaging. In there somewhere. Um, Pretty good. I hope. I hope they're all at least this good. Yeah, this yeah. Year this, for our first this, 2021 this is, movie. Yeah. Or 2022. It's a good start. Oh. It's a good start. <laughs> it's not a great start. <laughs> well, not for Chris, but <laughs> I don't want to put my. What was your What was your big complaint about this one? Uh, what didn't do it for you? Mostly, mostly just the film style, like that middle third of the movie. I just didn't like it. Right. Okay. I don't know. I, I just, I'm like, whatever. This is fine. Well, we can, uh, next week, Chris, we can, we can, I'll make it up to you. We can, we can talk about, uh, for all mankind as you've entered into the space race. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got a few things on the plate that I have to get through. So we'll see which one. It's that. Uh, it's that. Yeah, we don't have to get totally ca- caught up with two seasons, but yeah. Um, uh, anyway. It's it's an interesting one to pick up uh, as the world is on the brink. <laughs> yeah. Next. So so next week mm. it's for all mankind, Legends of Vox Machina. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, maybe we can get some Reacher going. Have fun. Or the sum of all fears. Either way. I recommend the I recommend the Icon documentary on HBO. Pretty okay. Good. Oh, Carl Icon. Yeah, John, you probably like it more than anybody else. Gotcha. I'll check it out. I've been meaning to, but. And uh, while you guys are doing that, I will be playing Elden Ring. Oh yeah, World of Warcraft patch came out yeah. yesterday <laughs> or Tuesday. <laughs> oh, also uh, another good one ch- worth checking out. Ho- I'm hoping to drag these guys into it. Is uh, Severance on HBO or Apple TV? Is that, it's a Sam show. Is it that, feels very much like a Sam Is that show. the one where they all work at that one place? It was like, yes. you, know, you sign. Okay. okay. Yeah, where essentially they go to the work of this place that they get their memories wiped so they can't. They never like work remember life. any part about. Yeah, work it like separates balance. the two completely. Yeah. So pretty interesting stuff. All right. Anyway, 
Um, on that note, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, catch some up-and-coming content on YouTube, or uh, anytime listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And um, leave us a review, if you don't mind. Uh, and uh, until next week. Bye. Have a good night. Adios. Adios.